Hey, what's going on? It's Adam Flores here, CEO and founder of the Smart Business Mastermind. And I just want to welcome you. If you make a living selling content such as coaching programs, courses, membership sites, you're in the right place. In fact, we've invited special guests who teach their best strategies in the areas of social media, digital marketing, advertising, leadership, and systems all in one podcast so that you can pick and choose the episodes that are going to be most relevant to your business. And so there's a lot of powerful strategy here in this podcast. And if you're with us for the first time, we have a special gift for you. If you go to smartofferformula.com, you'll get to download our free guide on how to create 10, 15, and even 25K group offers so that you can be able to learn the strategies on how to reach a seven-figure coaching business. So with that said, we're excited to have you with us for the very first time. If you're just joining us, sit back and enjoy the Smart Business Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have a guest that is from Trinidad. She's the best-selling author, Christian life coach, mindset coach, and she helps people to come to the realization of their full potential And today's topic is that you are stronger than you think. And we have the privilege of connecting with Ruth Dente. Welcome, Ruth. Hello. Welcome. I mean, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. It's been a pleasure connecting with you. I'm actually, I was born in Trinidad, but I, I live in Canada. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So how was life in Trinidad for people who don't know what it's like? They, they might not realize how beautiful it is. It definitely is very, very beautiful. The beaches are amazing. Um, listen, we can go and grab coconut right from the tree. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Day, you know, it's really, it's hot there. It's hot. Like, I mean, it's sometimes it's probably hotter than, um, than, Florida, which I love Florida. Um, it's, it's hotter than Florida sometimes, but the, the wind and the breeze and all that, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And for those who don't know where Trinidad is, if you were to just go South of Florida, you have all of the like us Virgin islands, you have Barbados right there, Trinidad. So all of the beautiful islands, white sand, blue Uh, water. So it's okay that it's hot because you can just go for a dip and the water there is nice. And it's just, it's almost like a, it's like the ocean temperature that everybody dreams of, you know? Definitely, definitely. Some people, they know Trinidad because there's a, a carnival there. It's, it's major every year. They have uh, three days of, of carnival where they have costumes and so on. But yeah. Yeah. So, wow. All right. So, so Trinidad to Canada, right? And now you're, you know, a best-selling author, you're a coach, and, uh, and you help people realize their full potential. How did you get started in this? And what are you going to share with us today uh, that is going to be able to keep our viewers excited to stay on with us? Listen, I, I, I definitely believe that you are stronger than you think. I've been through so many situations um, where like my mind was just like flooded with, with certain negative uh, thoughts and so on. And, and then I realized like when I begin to pull in and hone in on, on what God says about me, then I realized that things just shifted my life. I remember um, the first time that I realized that, you know, the way that we think and what we say, it's connected. And and how important my first child i was having my first daughter and i remember when i was growing up people would come with their stories about you know labor and i know labor is something i mean it's labor so that means it's very hard but for some reason i would always 
I would run away from those stories because I always thought this is this is from very young. I was thought, no, my story will be different. I will experience something totally different. And so when it came to having um, my daughter, first of all, I was not, I was induced. It was kind of it was miraculous how it happened. We went to the doctor and he said, you know, um, I'm not at all ready for this job, but she was overdue. So he says, come in the next day. And if you're not um, at least a centimeter, um, then we would have to take her, you know, through a C-section. So when I went in there, to, when we, we prayed that night, my husband and I, the next day we went in and everything was ready. God prepared, prepared me to have this child. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so there was no drama for me. There was no drama like what I, you know, I would run away from those stories. So here's what happened now. Um, I was induced. The pain was like, you know, menstrual, menstrual cramps for the, for the ladies listening. Um, it did not feel like the horror stories that I literally ran from. Um, there was no uh, water bursting in the car and all that. And so I thought, wow, this wasn't, as bad as I as I thought. So my second child now, um, again, I was induced. And apparently when you're induced, the pain is even worse than just like a regular labor um, birth, right? And so I told the nurse right away, he said, I'm not good with pain. So, um, you know, I may need some help. So I got in there, Adam, and as we were, as I was laying on the bed, she would come in and see me laughing with my mom and my husband. And she says, I thought you were not good with pain. And I'm like, well, I'm not having any pain. Okay. Notice I would notice when I was younger, as I said, I would, as soon as they talk, started talking about their 72 hour labor pains and all, and, and all that, I would run, I would leave because I said, my story would be different. And so I'm not having any pain. And this is in one of uh, the books that I co-ordered with. I'm not having, it's called No Drama. There is no pain happening at all, at all. Oh. I'm telling you, it was, it was very, it was a miracle, no pain. And so she was like, wow. So then my third child, same thing. There was no pain. I said, God, what is this? What is this? We are, we need to uh, surround ourselves with thoughts that I'm not like this. This is not going to be my story. I can write a new story, even though the, even though it says that we will, you know, have pain in childbirth and stuff. I didn't believe it was going to be my, I didn't know, right. That I was not going to experience it with pain. I didn't know that all I knew. Right. And so that was the realization. All I knew was that I'm going to have a different story. Mm. Wow. So, wow. That's, that's just, that's where it began for me that when we, when we fill what we fill our minds with, it is going to transform our lives. It is going to manifest in our lives. So if you're expecting you, you know, some people say you get what you expect. No, I didn't expect not to have any pain. I didn't, but I expected not to have the drama. Mm. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. It's like that realization that you're going to, your story is going to be different It is uh, because a lot of times, you know, we, we don't define what that story is going to be. We sometimes can become victim to a story, right? We just are in a, a defense mode, 
right? But I, what I'm hearing you say is that you're playing offense with the story that you want to create. Wow. Exactly. And so, so that, was, that was my realization that we can write our story. Right? Wow. So how, so how does that begin to show up when you're working with a client and they're going through something? What, walk me through what you help them with. Okay. So some people are having memories of something that happened in their life. Okay. So you, you become fully aware that this thing triggers whenever you, your thought pattern goes back to a certain um, trauma in your life or whatever, it triggers some thoughts into your brain. Right. And so you're, you ended up being on the bad side of, of, of this, and you're never thinking on the positive side of the spectrum. You're always where it's, it's negativity. Okay. So what we need to do is confront the thoughts of, in order to change them, we have to confront them. So we cannot just, um, some people say, okay, just start to affirm. No, because first you have to, and I say, the, I use the process ups. So first you have to start with ups, which is uh, when you realize you start with ups, which is uproot, plant, then uh, it sustain it, and then it will spring forth. Okay, so when you realize now you start to uproot those thoughts, uproot, uproot, and it will take a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Okay. It does not happen overnight where, you know, all of a sudden uh, you start thinking differently. No, this is a long process of it, it's, you know, some things happen right away. Right. But it takes about 70, 63 days, 63 days to form a habit. Right. And so you realize it. So you say, oh my goodness, I've been thinking so negatively. I've been, you, you know, you make sure that you acknowledge it, that yes, my thoughts have been negative. But now you're ready to change. Once you can realize it, then you know that there is some hope for you that you can change it. Mm. So what I'm hearing you say is that you start to get confidence that you can change. And when people don't realize that they have the ability to change, that's where they lose hope. That's where they stay in the depression. That's where they stay in the hopelessness. And so it's like, no, you have the ability to change. And I remember I was actually in a meeting with a coach one year. Mm-hmm. And normally when I work with a business coach, I'm very encouraged and excited to learn. But this particular year, I had done everything I could. And we were actually uh, losing money as a business. Mm-hmm. And I began to get very discouraged. And uh, she says, Adam, she says, you could change this. But I didn't believe that I could change it because I felt like I had a team that was already the way it was. I felt like I already had roles the way they already were. The service was the way that it was. Things were the way that they were. Mm-hmm. And I, for some reason, it was in a funk, like in a flat spot, right? In my mind and in my business. And, and, uh, and what got me to shift, what got me to change things was reigniting like, wait, like I have the ability to do something about this. I have the ability to, to shift things. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and when we operate that way, we begin to create new realities. And oftentimes when we create begins with a decision and then it's followed by our words, because when we decide the, the root word of decide is to see day, which means to cut off. So we cut off what isn't working. We decide on what we want to take on that's new, which is kind of like your uproot process, begin to take on the new thoughts and then begin to speak those thoughts and, and as we speak, we hear, and as we hear, we grow in our faith of what's possible. And we know faith without works is dead. So as we take action on that faith, 
right? Then we see new things get created out of nothing. And that's where the manifestation part of life comes into play, right? Uh, because everyone wants to talk about, you know, the laws of manifestation. Uh, but really, that's a process that God designed, right? Uh, it's uh, God's process of manifestation. It, it begins with, you know, uh, you know, dis, uh, deciding, speaking, and praying that his will be done, right? Because at the end of the day, God has a plan that is to prosper you and not to harm you because he loves you. So that goes into identity because I always say this is that we get our identity from how we see God and how we see ourselves. So if we need a shift in our life, we need to shift how we see God or how we see ourselves, <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, so this is really great, Ruth. What do you have as uh, what do you want to leave the audience with today as a last minute encouragement? Well, I believe that you don't have to stay where you are. Okay. You can, things can change in your life and it can change, uh, overnight. Some things that we try to do, um, for a very long time. I always say you can, you can try to do something for like, I don't know, 10 years, but God can change that for you overnight. He can change that for you in a moment. Um, when we, when we realize and we accept, okay, that, you know, God is, and he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So sometimes it's just in our diligence. Sometimes we have to um, put everything aside and say, Lord, I want change. I want your truth to overtake me, right? And so once you come to, to God humbly and say, God, I want my mind to be renewed. I want to see um, things the way that you see it he can, he can do it. We give it to him. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, he stands at the door and he knocks. So we have to do something. We have to allow him to come in. We have to give him access. We got to open up the door for him, right? If we, he is God. Yes, he is God, but he also gives us will. He gives us the will so that we can, we have to, we have to do something. We have to open it. And yeah. this is something, Adam, that God has really poured into me for the last um, I guess the last year that the truth, the Bible talks about the truth will make you free. Mm, that's good. The truth that we know. Yeah. That, that truth makes us free. And wow. truth is God is truth, right? So we want to know what does God say about us? What does he say about our situation? What does he say about our life? Mm. And the truth is all in the word of God. And once we know the truth, once we know God, once we know what he's saying, once we know his principles, once we know his, his, uh, his plan for our life, that truth will make us free. The truth is that we are loved. Maybe sometimes we're looking for love in this certain man, in this certain woman, in this certain place. And, and because we are so focused on that person, on that situation, on that thing, we forget that we are loved. We are loved by some, most of us are loved by our parents, mm. loved by our siblings. So sometimes the love gets crowded by something, one person that you're focused on, right? Mm -hmm. But the truth is you are loved. Mm -hmm. That's love good. <laughs> That's good. Oh, well, I hope y'all are getting a, a refresh, a refresher from Ruth today and, uh, and getting a renewing today. That's the word that's come to me, a renewing that some of you guys might be experiencing a reminder, a fresh reminder. And, uh, you know, to you who are listening, who may want some more support in this, 
Uh, we're going to drop uh, Ruth's Instagram into the description of this episode um, so that you can follow up with her if you have any more questions for her, if you want any, uh, maybe possibly coaching in the area of, you know, shifting your thought life and stepping into your potential. Uh, so Ruth, thank you so much for being with us here. We so appreciate your time pouring into our community and to everybody listening, make sure that you subscribe to this episode, share this episode, leave a six-star review. I think there's only five stars, but leave an extra star. And until the next time, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Smart Business Show podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you are a first-time listener, for staying till the end, we want to give you another gift and invite you to sit in with our paying clients at our next Mastermind event. Now, in order to attend and to take advantage of this free gift, you have to be a coach that sells or makes a living selling content online. If so, you're going to love our Mastermind. We're teaching coaches how to go from six to seven figures, and we're going to put the link in the description below for you to register. It's what we've been told is a mind-blowing experience and we cannot wait to share it with you. So once again, thanks so much for listening to the Smart Business Show and we'll see you in the next episode.